What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is the nerd dad, Zetch Keenan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another week. Post Gamescom. Post Gamescom. (laughs) Which we were both extremely excited about, and we both, you know, admittedly totally forgot about it. Neither one of us. I watched opening night live, uh, which ironically happened happened at eleven o'clock in the morning here in the states. It was nighttime, I guess, in Germany. Um, and uh, Zetch, I guess, you know, totally forgot it even existed. Didn't even I tune totally in. Totally spaced it. Totally spaced it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. It's all <sighs> good. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, yeah, we're we're excited to talk about some of that. But how has your week been? Uh, very busy. And it's mm. Monday. It's the start of the week, but it's already been a long week <laughs> it's it's been 100%, busy 100 <laughs> but yeah no it's been good uh my wife and my kids took a little vacation out to uh kansas for a few days so i had the whole house myself so vacation that was fun in kansas that's an oxymoron well they went and visited family you know okay, had fun we they went to a really cool zoo my kids had a blast amanda had a blast um so you know vacations where the heart is for me vacation is at home I love I love oh, just vacationing at home. A staycation, hundred uh, percent. That's all I want to do. Like <laughs> that, my vacation this year was them leaving and me hanging out at home. <laughs> I know that's. I, mean, I I don't don't t- tell my wife this, but seriously, like whenever uh, she would go down to San Diego to see her parents and take our son Shep, it was like, oh, the house to myself. This is great. <laughs> my excuse was always like. Well, like I can't take days off work. I don't have any PTO, but deep down inside, I'm like, oh heck yes, I'm getting all the gaming and <laughs> all the TV and movies. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah. No, I I did I I do miss them when they go on those trips, but it's also extremely yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's it's a. I mean, I, it's bittersweet, right? Because I mean, like as a dad, I love being there with my kids. I love experiencing things with my kids, especially when it's like really cool zoos. I guess they saw like a bear. At the zoo, like, was so this like uh, uh, what's that Tiger King type zoo? No, dude, the, Kansas has like a legit zoo, like better than anything okay. we got around here. Okay, so it's not like a bunch Watch of rednecks it. with like cages in their backyard. Look, when you got nowhere to go and you're in the middle of nowhere, you gotta make sure you got something for people to do. And so, what are you gonna do? But what's what's better than a really freaking amazing zoo? Tigers you know, and that, cages. Yeah, and like water and like theme parks. They got really <laughs> cool theme parks out there. <laughs> so, but anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I I did miss my family after a while. It got pretty boring and lame. I've, I found out that if I had no wife or kids, I'd pretty much just be a hermit. (laughs) Like that's kind of all I did. (laughs) hundred percent. If anything ever happened to my wife and kids and I, it was just me all alone. I just locked myself in a building and you know, my house also a building also called my house and never leave it. Any building, any building. I would just lock myself, find a building, lock myself inside. Don't come in. It's my building. (laughs) It's my building now. I I claim it. I got to go to a new building now, huh? I would just become uh, a 24 hour, like Twitch streamer. Like I just sit and play games online and I'd be in my community. Like that's how I'd interact with people. I just play video games online all, all the time. Yeah. See, I would just be going to work and then come home, eat dinner, play a game, go to bed. And that would be my routine, because that's literally what I did. Because <laughs> we're both so <laughs> lame. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I don't even want to think about it. So uh, let's get into our show here tonight. Uh, I I just mix the word today and tonight. 
today. Tonight day. Tonight day. Uh, today we're touching on the highlights from Gamescom 2020. A new and improved Nintendo Switch coming in 2021. Question mark? Maybe? Hopefully? Uh, we'll see. Uh, and how to pre-pre-order the PS5 and a ton of other nerdy rific news. Again, gotta applaud our writers on this one. It's pretty, pretty incredible the stuff that they come up with for me to read yeah, each and every week. Pretty um, good writers. <laughs> but first, let's give a quick shout out to our Super Gamer producer, Adrian Holmes, and our Super Gamer sponsors. We have Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, Brent Fox, and Daniel James. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Um, if you want your name to be shouted out on the show, if you want early access to notes and episodes, uh, support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, also, quick shout out here. You should go check out our Discord where you can hang out with us during the week. Uh, let us know, you know what you've been playing, what you've been watching, just you know, tell jokes. Uh, Dan, Daniel James, our very own Patreon sponsor there, uh, told a very nice story about rain in Wales. It was uh, very entertaining. Uh, <laughs> I know this sounds <laughs> not entertaining, but uh, no, we, we have fun in there. That's supergamerboys.com slash discord to access that. Um, and that leads right into our mailbag segment here where we got some questions from our discord users mailbag oh yeah <laughs> mailbag <laughs> all righty guys so first on the list here we got a question immediately after i asked you know you guys are on top of it i did the show notes late did them just this morning and i was like hey guys <laughs> i need some help uh, at everyone on the discord server send me your questions and sir prince lot over there was on the ball it, it also helps that it's like He's three hours ahead of us. He's in a different time zone. So he was already up and at him and ready to go and play yeah. on his lunch break at that point. Uh, <laughs> who saw the Gollum trailer or teaser? Who saw the Gollum teaser? Uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be a VR game where you're sneaking around or something like that. But if it's anything like The Hobbit for PS2, I'm 100% down to buy or even pre-order that thing. Any of you guys ever play that game? And what did you think about that teaser if you saw it? Um... So let's start with the first question. Did you play The Hobbit on PS2? <laughs> uh, my cousins had, I don't think it was The Hobbit. Hmm. I think it was uh, The Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, The Fellowship of the Ring okay. on PS2. And it was it was cool. It was definitely a different flavor of Lord of the Rings games. I was used to the EA ones where it was just like these hack and slash, you know, combat, like the Two Towers, Return of the King. I love those Lord of the Rings games. But right. no, I did not play The Hobbit okay. at all. So yeah. the the Fellowship of the Ring, that was still based off the movies, though, correct? It was more based so. off the book. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Because that's how uh, The Hobbit was as well. So I remember playing The Hobbit on PS2. Um, it was made by Sierra Entertainment, who they yep. were known for uh, all sorts of... Uh, Oh man, tribes. Like, I feel like I was, I, like I every every, every PC game I ever fired up, I feel like said, you know, Sierra at the beginning of it. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, the game was very strange because I think I you know, it was during that time when Lord of the Rings was super hot. And uh I was like, okay, cool, this is gonna be you know, similar to those games. 
and it was not at all like it was a very cartoony childish kind of like art style um and uh yeah just very different from what i expected when i first received this game uh i don't remember if i bought it or if i had a family member buy it for me like for you know as a gift or something um but uh yeah i very much was was shocked more by that like oh this is not connected to the films at all this is connected to the book uh and i it was extremely hard like hmm. at least for a kid i remember getting about halfway through it and I mean, that took me a long time <laughs> just to get like halfway through it. And it got to the point where I'm like, I think I'm done. Like, this is too hard, too frustrating. It was back in the day where you could sort of find walkthroughs online if you, you know, you, you know, knew where to look. Uh, <laughs> you know, IGN yeah. didn't necessarily have a wikis page. It was just like you Google around and found, you know, a person that you trusted back in the day. Um, CCC.com. Oh, G-code dude, Central. G-code Central. Yes. Yeah. So good. <laughs> um, yeah. So I didn't necessarily enjoy it, but uh, I'm glad you did, Derek. Um, also, so what were your thoughts on that teaser trailer of the Gollum game? Uh, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I'm, it was, I feel that like 2020 has been the year of like just CGI trailers. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's yeah. very, it's very rare that we actually get a game that's released with actual gameplay now. So I'm I'm kind of cool on it. I've heard some things about it that you know it's going to be kind of like a I'm interesting some so the Smeagol or Gollum will have to it has that split personality. So you're going to have to one of the key gameplay mechanics is going to be him kind of arguing with himself when like doing this mm-hmm. making decisions like um, so you know you can lean more to like the Gollum side or you can lean more to like Smeagol okay. side. You know. So it's almost like an infamous Definitely. or like Mass Effect kind of like you can be good or evil type thing, like those types of decisions. You think? I think so. I think I think that's going to be a key factor in it. I know it takes place in between uh, the point where he actually makes a deal with Shelob, and he's he's already released from Sauron's capture. So it takes place after after he's been captured and tortured. Oh, so, so like after Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. So that was another like, thing that I read too. Because like that's right at the beginning of, uh, I mean, we, 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 my wife and I have recently been re- rewatching Lord of the Rings movies, and uh, in that, you know, the extended version stuff, they <clears throat> kind of talk about like, okay, yeah, they captured him, they tortured him, they get the name, you know, where the rings are, stuff like that. So okay, so it's kind of takes place during or a little bit after even the first movie, first. Book. Yeah, right around that time. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was before he gets captured, right? Like right before he gets captured. Hmm. something like that it's pretty it's really close to the fellowship yeah really that's interesting close. okay yeah i'm not really interested in the game at all i mean it, it was like kind of a neat cinematic trailer but there's yeah. nothing in there to be like this is going to be a fun game this is like oh, okay like it was a very pretty cinematic yeah. like as far as like graphics wise like i watch it in 4k i'm like holy cow like this is yeah. looks really good but yeah. what in the world is the gameplay going to be like i'm just very curious what what they reveal about that yeah we'll see what's up i mean it's yeah. not really my jam I mean, it's going to take, I, I'm looking forward to seeing some gameplay on it before I really kind of, you yeah. know, make my, am I going to buy this or not? Yeah, you know, so, but uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Yeah. Uh, okay. The next question here from our mailbag, Kajoma01 from Discord asks, if you could have your perfect game, what would it be? What type of genre, system, art style, anything you can think of? Um, that's a, that's a big question there. But uh, 
I have a very quick answer for a very quick mailbag answer for you. How about this? I just want another Metal Gear Solid game. That's what I want. <laughs> Not like Metal Gear Solid Five. I want something more akin to one or two. I really like like some of the systems and stuff they did with one and two. I, I, <clears throat> that's all I want. That's my perfect game. Perfect game. All right, my perfect game would be. I mean, if I want to do the cheap, thoughtless answer like you, it would probably be. I'm just staying uh, on brand. That's just my brand, okay? I got to be true to myself. Sure, man. You know, it's not really fair to the listeners. You know, they're asking for something a little deeper, but whatever. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I want a stealth game. That's what I want. I want a stealth. You want a stealth game uh, with the main character? His name's goes by like Snake, maybe. I don't know. It rhymes with Where, Rake. Um, <laughs> where's the headband? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really, so that's a tough one because I really like side scrollers um but i really like deep rpgs see my perfect game would probably be it's also going to depend on what mood i'm in so here's this okay i want a i want a side scrolling adventure game okay much akin to like a metroidvania you know that type of i love those where you just have this big map you gotta figure it all out um you play as a character that looks kind of like a Mega Man, you know, from Mega Man X. Maybe he's got like a gun on his arm. You can climb walls, mm-hmm. shoot things, you can do some really cool fast combos, maybe. You know, like that that'd be like your level up. You kind of get different uh you find different move sets, you know? Okay. Your gun can you know, I don't know. Um it's gotta have a really atmospheric soundtrack. Um, and it's got to be clever in how it kind of like Axiom Verge, you know, how it, yes. I don't know if you ever played that. Yeah. I love Axiom Verge. That's one of my favorite, favorite games. Um, but I like the way it kind of like handled, uh, items and like how to find them. And it was kind of like anything could be anywhere at any given time, but yeah. it wasn't hard. <laughs> like if you're actually paying attention, you know, you can. You can do it. I, yeah, so that would be, that'd be my perfect game. Okay. Otherwise, I just want a new Metroid Prime. That's all I want. I know they announced yeah. the Metroid Prime 4. I just want another one, and I want it to be really good. Yes. That's all I yes. want. Yeah. Now would be the perfect time for Nintendo to drop, like, a remastered collection on Switch or the first three, well, and then, like, bump, pump out the fourth one next year. Like, that would be so amazing. <laughs> a re-remaster? Because they already remastered them. Remember, they remastered them for the, uh, for the for, Wii. For the first two. Right. They remastered the first two and then bundled in the third. Right. Which... Here's my Metroid Prime collection story. One of my great gaming gamer moments of shame. Hmm. I had bought that game brand new for $60 when it came out. The trilogy, hmm. right? Mass Effect, okay. or Metroid Prime trilogy. Super cool. And at the time, I was going through, I went through this phase in my life where I just traded in every single game I owned, you know? Just because I was like, oh, well, the game's worthless. I already beat all these. I'm just going to trade it in. I should not have traded in the Metro Prime trilogy. You know how much that game is worth now? Like hundreds of dollars. What? Yes. Jeez. I'm like, I looked it up on Amazon to like buy it again. I'm like, it was like 150 bucks. That's so crazy. I'm like, what? I was kicking myself in the foot, man. I was like, I was shooting myself in the foot, kicking myself in the pants. At the same but time. you know what i mean so really yeah. you're shooting yourself in the butt i was sh- i shot myself <laughs> in one foot 
and then jumped up so high in pain and agony, screaming that I kicked myself in the butt. <laughs> okay. So, okay. yeah, it's double whammy of pain and humiliation there. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. But anyway. Yeah. Thanks. I, 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 yeah, no, that, that sucks. I, Thanks, Kajoma, for bringing, up, bringing, it back, bringing that yeah, back. Sore, I could have got my rest of my life thinking about that. Thanks. I got yeah. PTSD. I have PTSD. Um, and kind of to describe like what I like about Metal Gear, like I like, you know, I I am a huge fan of like the fixed camera angle. I think that's fun, and if done correctly, I thought Metal Gear did that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, like the sound design of things, like Metal Gear is such a great game, and more more so even like that even being a game mechanic to where oh you walk too loudly, someone hears you. Uh, you're not going to wall to distract them like that type of thing. Like I love those stealth mechanics, that type of thing, that tactical, like the worlds. Uh, I like that. Uh, what they call it? Fourth wall breaking where like, okay. Alluding like they, the game understands that it's being played by a gamer. Like there's someone watching on the outside or, or talking about or like when they give a tutorial and like snake, you need to press the X button to blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait a <laughs> second, like stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I just love the <laughs> so much about the metal gear games. Like, so it doesn't have to be a metal gear, but just like if it had those types of mechanics, the stealth that, um, uh, just being so key. Like that's why I love the splinter cell games. Like I love, okay. Hide in the shadows, hide under something, you know, the, just that being such a key mechanic that that's something i miss in modern games like stealth not being like there's still stealth in games like horizon zero dawn you can hide in the grass and stuff like that but um even the last of us but it's just so different from what some of those classic stealth games were like so that's what i miss in a game um but cool cool and then we have one more but we're going to touch on that one later yes another question from homeboy one of our uh news articles that we're going to read so i think it's time for the nerdy nudes. You're going to talk about the nerdy news. <laughs> no. The news. <laughs> the news. Because nudes is gross. Uh, well, to each his own. To each his own. Um, <laughs> Nintendo plans an upgraded Switch console and major games for 2021. This comes from Takashi Mochizuki over at Bloomberg. That's uh, pronunciation. Wait. Thank you. Thank you. I, I practice that. Um, <laughs> well uh, N- Nintendo company plans to debut an upgraded model of its switch console next year, along with a lineup of new games. People fam- familiar with the matter said seeding 2020s holiday spotlight to rival devices from Sony Corp and Microsoft Corp. The specifications of the new machine have yet to be finalized, though the Kyoto based company has looked into including more computing power and 4K high-definition graphics, people briefed on the strategy told Bloomberg News. Asking not to be identified because it's private, uh, Nintendo faces stiff competition for gamers' attention this fall as a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X are set to arrive in time for the shopping season. Uh, The release of an upgraded Switch would be coupled with or followed by a slew of games from Nintendo itself and related outside studios, the people said. Those games would be uh, would address a wide range of players from casual gamers seeking small doses of escapism to more devoted fans putting in marathon gaming sessions. The focus <clears> on <throat> next year's pipeline explains Nintendo's relatively quiet software release schedule so far this year, the people said. Um, and uh, yeah, the rest of the article kind of talks more about numbers and stats, which is pretty staggering. Like Nintendo's killing it both like, I mean, they go into financial stuff. Their shares have surged yeah. more than 70% from March's lows. Uh, the, the sales of like it's up to 61 million switch consoles sold in the period 
between its March 2017 launch and the end of June. Um, and there's even a, a talk of uh, the Switch will surpass. This is uh, um, Research Institute analyst uh, Hideki uh, Yasuda. Uh, the Switch will surpass the Wii sales even without an upgrade, said Ace Research Institute analyst. And a sound hardware and a sound hardware update plan would even allow the Switch to surpass the Nintendo DS handheld. So analysts out here, third-party analysts, are so not even with a Nintendo, are saying the Switch is already on track to blow by the, the Wii and easily surpass the Nintendo DS, and that's even without having an upgraded console next year, which yeah. is insane. Um, but I wanted to hear your thoughts on them coming out with a new console next year. Do you think... Two questions. Do you think this is happening? And also, do you... Is this something that you are interested or want? Like, do you think this is a good thing to happen if it is? Um, so if it's for sure happening, yeah, it's great. I think it's a super good idea, especially since it's going to be kind of coming in the wake of the PS5 and uh, Xbox releases. But mm -hmm. um, if it is an upgrade, I don't... It, I think the only real thing that they should really be focusing on the upgrade probably would be like better battery life like letting like that thing fixing last. joy con drift yeah joy con drift would be another one that's a given <laughs> um mine's starting to drift too uh, my buddy steve actually gave me a kit to fix it i just gotta find time to do it yeah but, i've i've had to do that a couple times and mine's starting to do it again a third time i'm like you gotta be what kidding me. man yes. this is the first time i started drifting since i've owned it and i got it the day it came out um dang that's lucky yeah yeah we pre-ordered it like the day they announced the pre-orders. We're like, yes. It was my Valentine's Day. It was me and my wife's Valentine's Day gift to each other. Nice. We're you awesome. went out you went out on this one or on that one. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Amanda like plays that thing as much as I did. Oh really? Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Okay. Okay. There you go. Um Yeah, no, I think that like it'd be interesting if they make a new one, I don't know if creating like I don't if they'd be doing themselves a disservice in my opinion if they just went with like oh it does 4k now you know like I don't I, th I don't think like that would yeah. you'd have to find like then you'd probably have to like download all these texture packs for the older games to kind of get them up resed which is yeah. going to suck up a lot of more a lot more room I don't really think they should do stronger sturdier graphics because that's not really where they're trying to compete but definitely in terms of battery life and it's like, you know. Yeah. I don't know if it would just do 4K though. Like I think if it did for if it did 4K, like that also includes it loading older games quicker and you know, having so after having faster load times, having smoother frame rates. Cause like even some of the games uh that, you know, as beautiful as they might have looked still had issues like with bad frame rates and stuff like that like some of the first party stuff like there was uh when link the link's awakening remake came out um there was talks of like certain areas having like frame issues and stuff hmm. and so i think yeah it would be capable of 4k but man imagine some of those games that have been released in the last what has it been three years now since it released in march yeah. um well then you know being, being able to run at like 30 or even 60 frames per second 
like and it's but still still at maybe like 720p that's the thing a lot of those games too are also like designed to only do at 720p even when you put in your dock it up raises a 10 and 1080 but it still is only running at like 720 so imagine like running the 720 or even 1080 game 30 to 60 frames a second instead of like an unstable 30 like that'd be pretty sweet <laughs> yeah i think yeah putting it like fixing those frame rate issues would be pretty nice too for sure so but yeah, yeah. good on them um i'm excited i think it's about time it's been three years yeah um i do think that come holiday season i think nintendo between just looking at the strategy between xbox and sony where neither company has really announced pricing neither company has really given us a solid <laughs> hey here's the games that are coming just insane <laughs> <It blows my> <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> that's like another conversation but given that i mean halo has got delayed mm-hmm. um given all that nintendo could probably come out the winner of this holiday season just because people are already wa- i mean think about the demand for animal crossing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like all they really have to do is just drop the price of the switch by 50 bucks bundle it with animal crossing or something and voila you got a holiday killer yeah 100 like, percent. yeah you know like that's kind of my that's my take that's yeah. that's, that's the zetch keenan you know armchair quarterback take there you go um yeah i uh my my biggest question is like is this actually happening because what was it uh, a couple of years ago there was news articles came out saying hey there's two new editions of switch coming out and then the time that they predicted came and went nothing um and eventually we did get the switch light so one of those editions did come to be late yeah. uh but now it's this one it's like okay we've been through this you know two summers ago we went through the same thing is it actually going to come out next year or is this going to be another you know next summer comes and goes and then really it's like fall or winter <laughs> of you know you know it's more like closer to 2022 or something even like i don't know i it was one of those things that got excited and i'm like oh we've been through this we went through this a couple of years ago with it yeah or like a year a year and a half ago it's like is it worth getting my hopes up until like like i just almost i want to wait to see until it's real you know there's an advertisement from nintendo tweet on twitter whatever it is saying hey yeah. this is real because yeah we got yeah. our hopes up i remember early on yeah it was one of the, like our earlier episodes that was it happened there were like two or three news articles we talked about it multiple times because they kept new sources saying oh there's a new more powerful switch pro they call it, kept calling it and we did like there's a couple episodes we talked about it and then nothing never came and eventually a switch light came which was awesome but yeah i i'm more in the boat like okay it'll be cool when it happens if it happens yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll see what we'll see what's up yeah we will see uh but the next news story here comes from ign uh call of duty black ops cold war officially revealed out in november november 13th it says so that is the longest title for a call of duty game ever very long so let's why it's do they call keep of duty black just, ops cold war it's like what the heck <laughs> just why not just call of duty cold war or black ops cold war i mean these are all kind of like fragmented yeah. series anyway like <laughs> just why just, i don't know that's my that's my opinion but it's i i think the only reason like it uh, I mean, even this doesn't make sense, but the only reason I like I can understand why they did this is because they wanted to make it obvious this is a direct sequel from the first one. So it's technically Black Ops yeah. 2, but there's unfortunately there's already a Black Ops 2. Yeah, like it's supposed to take it's so supposed convoluted. to take it's supposed to take place before Black Ops 2, after Black Ops 1. 
um and it's like okay so it's like 1.5 <laughs> kind of thing yeah um lion king so that, one and a half <laughs> exactly yeah it's a lion king one and a half that's what this is uh but yeah call of duty black ops cold war has officially been revealed and will come out to xbox one ps4 and pc on november 13th with ps5 and xbox series x version set for release this holiday season after numerous leaks, teases, and rumors, Activision today unveiled its Treyarch Raven co-production inside uh, Call of Duty Warzone, alongside the announcement that will feature a campaign, new multiplayer, and new zombies experience, and a continuation of Warzone. Uh, Black Ops Cold War will feature the following modes, according to its Battle.net description. Uh, campaign, Black Ops Cold War will drop fans into the depths of the Cold War's volatile geopolitical battle of the early 1980s nothing is ever as it seems in a gripping single-player campaign where players will come face to face with historical figures and hard truths as they battle around the globe through iconic locales like east berlin vietnam turkey soviet kjb kgb headquarters and more uh, multiplayer is you know what multiplayer is and then zombies uncover dark cold war experiments that unleash a new zombie threat to take on and frightening intense cooperative gameplay with friends wow so that's all well and good and cool and everything um i was almost more shocked because this is the latest a call of duty game has ever been announced like two months before release right yeah uh normally they like tease it in march and then give you like a trailer in like april maybe may yeah, and true. so it seems kind of bizarre like it's august now <laughs> and we're just hearing about this uh, which we all i know we've done previous articles talking about it was kind of a tumultuous production you know developers changing hands that type of thing like that bad to where they had to scrap the product project and start over yeah. uh, which is crazy to think like okay these games come out every year and they have to like last minute <laughs> drop your game like oof uh that's 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 a lot of weight on the shoulders of the people Treyarch and Raven here who took it over. Um, but here's a little update to the article I thought was kind of interesting. Activision has released a detailed, frequently asked question about the ways to purchase Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and cross-gen possibilities. So if you buy the standard edition on PS4, either digitally or physically, you have an option to buy an upgrade to the PS5 version of the game. However, with physical, you have to have the disc, like the disc is still, re still required on PS5, even if you bought an upgraded version but on xbox sense. xbox one purchases cannot upgrade their version to this xbox series x version if you buy the physical edition upgrades for digital editions on xbox one are currently being evaluated according to activision so right now if you buy xbox one version of black ops cold war both digital or physical at this point as far as with the information we have you cannot buy an upgraded or upgrade your version to the xbox series x version i wonder if it's because i wonder like if it's bucking the uh remember how xbox wanted uh free upgrades for all that stuff all their games right yeah it like could be it, running into some legal third-party stuff because xbox is wanting to do the um i forget yeah. what it's even called the smart delivery thing Smart delivery yeah and so charging for it kind of against their you know general practices that they're hoping to move yeah. towards so i don't know it just seems kind of interesting ps4 is like oh yeah whatever go ahead buy the upgrade it'll probably be like 15 bucks or something uh 10 or 15 bucks usually uh but um yeah it's kind of crazy like xbox is like no nah, physical you can't upgrade and digital well it's currently being evaluated so we'll see I, i'm sure that'll change soon but yeah i don't know uh, that, that kind of stood out to me it seemed like kind of uh not worrisome because it's 
just call of duty and people are going to buy it anyways. (laughs) Like, it's like whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I wonder what, what would cause that other than, yeah, maybe some sort of like weird legal thing with them not wanting to use smart delivery or something or what, what you, what it might be. Yeah. I don't know. I just know that uh, every year I tell myself, uh, whatever, another call of duty, I'm not going to get it. And then like my brother or somebody's playing it and I'm like, Oh, fine. I'll get it. It's on sale. And I swoop on it when it's on sale. Yeah. But oh, I've yeah. never, I never liked black ops. Black ops is literally really? my least favorite out of all the call of duties. I've really liked all of infinity ward stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I loved ghosts. I loved obviously modern warfare one, two and three. I yeah. love, um, you know, I never got a chance to play infinite, inf, uh, In- infinite warfare, infinite warfare. Yeah. I was like infinity war. That's not it. <laughs> it's made, it's made by them. That's what's confusing. It's infinity war made infinite warfare. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, infinity ward fair. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so for me, like the first black ops is probably one of my most favorite call of duty games but once they got futuristic with two and three and four and everything i'm like no i'm out but the first one what the heck i i i don't know i love the dark nitty-gritty like when they did world at war like that was like my favorite world of duty world at war was amazing and then when they did black ops it was that same kind of i mean it was made by treyarch again i was like i don't know i just love the dark gritty thing that treyarch does like they just get so intense with the story like because i always play call of duty for the campaign i'm one of those weirdos where I don't uh, care about the, the multiplayer. I love the campaign. And Treyarch yeah. always had a killer story with like World at War and then Black Ops. So it is, they... but Call of Duty Modern Warfare had like yeah, better no, stories though. Modern Warfare had, had great stories too. But um, again, I just always love the aesthetic of like the, I like I miss Call of Duty World War II games. So like World at War always like, I love that one. And then I don't know, I, I'm not a huge fan of, I guess it's just the modern stuff. Like I'm, yeah. modern stuff doesn't get me. I love the historical Stuff like that has always always got me. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with Ronald Reagan. Like, yeah, I really was, hope it's not. I hope it's not going to be like one of those things. Like, oh, here's Ronald Reagan. We're going to just. There, there's a line that they need to walk, and I don't think they're going to be able to walk it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, where he's not like a more like a criminal mastermind kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah, do like, what you want. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, I'm yeah. Ronald Reagan. I'm like one of people's favorite presidents, depending on who you ask. And like, you know, I don't think that's, that's gonna, that's gonna be a big turnoff to people that if they can, if they don't portray him right, like, you know, and by right, I mean, if they don't portray Ronald Reagan in a way that appeases both people, both, both people, they do love him or hate him. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna get some backlash, some negative yeah. press, <laughs> you know, and that's, it very well might hurt the game itself. It would actually make me. Depending on how bad and obnoxious and uh, progressive or social justicey it is, I'd probably come out and not want to get it just because of that. But I might not get the game for a bunch of other reasons. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it'll, it'll be interesting because even like the original Black Ops had uh, John F. Kennedy in it, JFK, but he it was it was a zombie DLC. Like he was a playable character in the zombie DLC. Um, but well, they like, ended- like, like, I don't think he was actually in he like, he might've like had a quick, like two second cameo where you saw like the back of his head in the campaign or whatever. But mm-hmm. I feel like it was like, like the only, like he, the only presence he had was like, Oh, you can play as JFK and kill zombies. 
Um, yeah, you where, play as Fidel Castro kill zombies. Like you, they had exactly. like you yeah. had like a bunch of other deals. You know what I mean? Where where like this, like actually having it, like for at least from the trailer, it's like oh, like you have a sit down meeting and a drawn out conversation with Ronald Reagan, and almost like he's like the one giving you license to kill to do these missions. And it's like well, okay, where are they going with this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of yeah. hope he's not like in it like the whole time. I hope it's just more like a scene yeah. with him in it, and that's kind of right. I think that that that'd be the best way to handle it. Because yeah. here's where I'm at with it, okay? So in the actual, I guess in the original trailer, they actually cut out the, they actually had footage of Tenement Square. I don't know if you remember Tenement Square. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they had well, that, that in the trailer. They have they, an extended trailer that they showed at Gamescom too. I, I haven't watched the extended one. I wonder if it's in the extended one maybe. It's, and I've heard that it is not. I was listening to another oh, podcast okay. today and they were talking about how like they took it out because hmm. it was offensive to the Chinese. And it was like, your country is still like that. Like, how is that offensive? Like, yeah. you did the, you did this, and not only did you do it, you're actually proud of it. So, take it, like, own it or don't own it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And feel like it's, I feel like it's just, uh, you know, we're kind of tow-cowing to the Chinese now. When it's like, dude. Oh, I mean, that's that's like every company. It's like when the uh, NBA was it or earlier, earlier in this in the year when the whole like free Hong Kong thing was going on yeah. and like an Activision banned the one guy from playing. Uh, what was what game was it? Um, Overwatch. Star, Starcraft or yeah, was it Overwatch or something like that? I think it was Overwatch. One of, the, one of their games. So like at this and I mean, Activision owns Call of Duty. So it's one of those things where like they 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 know they have so much money to make over there. So they're, of course, going to. They're tap counting, yeah. and it's it's making me mad because basically they're like sacrificing their, uh, uh man, what's the word I'm looking for? Code of ethics. They're they're sacrificing their honor to make another buck, and it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, they're going to make like millions of bucks, but still, like, <laughs> at some point, like, what is what is the cost of doing work with communists worth to you? You know what I mean? So their I their feel, soul. They're selling yeah. their soul. <laughs> and it, it's and that and I said there's a few other reasons that make me want to not get this game, and that's another reason where I'm like, I don't know if I really want to support Activision much longer because this is yeah. it's getting kind of ridiculous. Yeah, Activision and Blizzard just so quick to like, okay, whatever you want, China. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> yes, kinda, China. It's kinda I mean, it's one of those things where like, yeah, they are businesses and they want to make money, but on the other hand, it's like, oh, if when it, you know, affects uh some sort of like artistic vision even like hey like these they're doing they're doing it now like if you think about it like not tenement square status but i mean like seriously like if you if you speak out against they're going into people's homes they're and they're saying that and um if you have like a bible or anything you they make you sign a a form that says you can look this up uh you either renounce God or renounce whatever religion, whatever religion it is. And you have to say that, you know, the state is all that's, that matters and the state is your God, basically paraphrasing. And if you mm-hmm. don't sign that, you are not um, allowed to get government welfare, which in communist China, that's all there is. That's, that's your bread and butter is government welfare. So yeah. the, it's not like, it's not like it is here. Like, I don't know what Americans are thinking communism is but that's it like that's what it that's what yeah. things are like over there you don't have a chance to choose you don't so it's it's frustrating because you're sacrificing ideals to make money and you're just perpetuating an evil you know you're perpetuating uh ideological slavery 
and, and then some <laughs> genocide just yeah. so you can make more money and like that's that's really what it is it's like so man yeah it's kind of it's really yeah. disappointing yeah anyway, i'm off my soap no, i'm off my soapbox yeah. now <laughs> yeah i don't it's it it's it's really sad and it's just like okay what's yeah it's it's hard to know what what a, what a response should be like okay dude because i mean that's that's a hard thing is like everything is so entrenched with chinese politics now from yeah. you know our entertainment to even things that like we need day to day too so it's like yeah. oh man it's such a hard thing to to walk through and figure out what to do there from an american yeah yeah from oh, an american ahead. standpoint from an american standpoint too our we tend to sacrifice our ideals for entertainment you know what i'm saying so like for example we know x like uh disco elysium the guy that creates that game has some very heavy-handed uh, communist philosophies that he believes and does. So it's like, okay, well, if you buy this game, you're funding his beliefs. Or if you buy Call of Duty, you're, you know, you're funding this. Uh, you know, you're. It's you got to ask yourself the question of how much is it worth to you to play a game that the creators of that game aren't in line with your philosophies. And I'm speaking to myself when I say that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think, um, I think that we, we put too high a price on, you know, we write it off. as like, Oh, it's just a video game or, Oh, it's just a movie or oh, it's just a song. Like, but at the end of the day, it, it, it is more than that. Someone had to make that and you are supporting that artist or that. Yeah. Well, what, what was that? What, what is it that Colin Moriarty always says? Like vote, vote with your wallet. Like, yep. you know, vote you know, with your wallet. like if you don't, you know, uh, if you don't like what they they're about, then don't buy it. And, you know, they'll, yeah. you know, maybe they'll get the point they get, you know, get to see the picture there. Maybe they won't, you know, maybe, but either way, like if you don't agree with it, then, then don't support it there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, maybe, uh, enough people do that with call of duty and they'll start making some, some changes. <laughs> I doubt yeah. it, but I'd love to see know. it. I'd love know. to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, Cool. So this is next story here comes from The Verge. This is a fun one. Yes. Uh, Sony opens <laughs> registration for invite-only PlayStation Five pre-orders. Uh, this is the most bizarre thing. I got, so I I got this email earlier this week, mm -hmm. uh, last week, <laughs> and of course, I already talked about last week. I'm probably not going to be get the PS Five. I can't really afford it right now. It's not a good time, and you know, as far as the game's coming out, I don't know if it's worth it. Um, but I'm a sucker and I still sign up to pre pre-order the PS five just in case you never know. Maybe you never know. like it's maybe, like a lottery now, maybe 600 <laughs> bucks falls in my lap like a week before I get the email from them. Like, Hey, you can pre-order that. You never know. Uh, yeah. but yeah, so here's what the article says. If you're confused about what I'm talking about, Sony has announced the latest step and it's dragged out PlayStation five reveal. hundred percent agree with that. Uh, with the company opening online registration to possibly, receive an invitation to be one of the first to pre-order the console directly from PlayStation. So literally there's a it's, it's a lottery system. You might get chosen to pre pre-order a PlayStation. Uh, according to Sony's announcement, there will be a limited quantity quantity of PS five consoles available for pre-order this holiday season. The invitation program is a chance for existing PlayStation customers. So that's another kind of key point is you have to have a current PSN um, if you've canceled your PlayStation network account or you've never owned a PlayStation console, you only have Xbox, you're not going to have a chance to buy PlayStation five, at least during the pre pre 
order phase. Um, the invitation program is a chance for existing to get a shot at being able to order the upcoming console. As Sony's frequently asked question page notes, filling out the registration form does not guarantee an invite to be able to pre-order the console with invitations distributed based on quote unquote previous interest in PlayStation activities. So depending on how active you are, I guess on PlayStation network, that's what's going to determine if you're good enough to own a PS five. Uh, and even if you do get an invite, you're still not guaranteed a pre-order. So each invitation will be open only for a limited time and has limits on just a single console pre-order per PSN ID, along with two of each of the new DualSense controllers and other PS5 controllers. Uh, additionally, you'll need a U.S. address to ship your PlayStation 2. Co consoles will also only be available while supplies last. So if Sony does invite you, and so if you get chosen... Uh, and if if you click on the link within the allotted time they give you, so like if they give you like, I don't know, probably a couple hours and you click on that link. If there's PlayStations even still in stock at that point, then you can pre-order one. Uh, so if Sony does invite you, you'll want to act quickly, it says. The news is, of course, conspicuously absent of details like a price or release date for the PlayStation 5. As Sony continues, it's excruciatingly slow game of cat and mouse with Microsoft over who will blink and announce an actual cost for its next-gen console first. So this was the most bizarre email to receive. And then I didn't read all the fine brain. I just signed up. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, throw me in the lottery. It's free. Like It didn't cost me money to get thrown in the lottery. But then reading this article, I'm like, Holy smokes, that's the most convoluted garbage I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, yeah. It's literally a registration to maybe possibly pre-order a PlayStation, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the frustrating thing. It's so, it's really, a, uh, it's very exclusive. So let's say yeah. if, I, if I never had a PlayStation before. Or never used your PlayStation Network account. Yeah. I can't get this. No. Like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> I guess I'm going to Xbox then because you won't yeah. let me buy your console. <laughs> like, right. Or I'm going to get a Nintendo Switch because uh, you told me no or yeah. you ran out. Like, it, what's it would, the deal? Yeah, it would be one thing if it's like, oh, we're, like the first, let's say the first 500,000 console or even like i don't know two hundred thousand consoles go to i don't know i'm just throwing random numbers maybe yeah. it's higher or lower the first million let's just say like maybe the first million go to playstation network like you can you can get on this exclusive list for the first million people and then the rest of the quantities will come out on launch day that would be one thing that'd be fine like, okay yeah whatever they get they get to pre-pre-order and but i still have the chance to pre-order and get it launch day if i'm quick right. enough this is but also the, but this is saying this is saying, no, all the quantities are going towards PlayStation. You know, if that's out, there might not be PlayStations in stock, stock until like January of 2021 or something. Like yeah. you might have to wait like three months, four months before you can get your hands on one. Like it's not like there's an allotment for exclusive PlayStation Network users. Yeah. They're dumping it all in. And when they run out, OK, sorry, the rest of the world's like, sorry, <laughs> like yeah. that just seems so crazy. They're selling it directly from the PlayStation website. They're yep. not partnering with Target. They're not partnering with Walmart. They're not partnering with Best Buy, which is typically since like the dawn of like games, like that's consoles anyway, it. that's where you'd get them. Yeah. And so this is the first time. It's very strange. They're going to very, very strange. A lot of their, those, you know, sellers, like they're not going to be very happy, I imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're, um, like what's, 
Yeah, like, and this is also only available to people in the U.S. That, that too. <laughs> only if you, you only U.S. citizens will be able to get PlayStation Fives. <laughs> That's what it seems like. That's what it seems. Like. I mean, yeah. I, it says you have to have a, a U.S. address. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, does that actually mean though they won't have allotments set aside for Japan or set aside yeah. for Germany or whatever? Like, yeah, that's, like that's what. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. That's exactly what it means. If you look on their, uh, if you read like their their actual release, mm-hmm. that's what it states. You have to. It's only available in the U.S. So like, so I don't, crazy. I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like I, this has been the worst console launch year. Oh yeah. Ever. yeah and even, even the wording here. Okay. I currently, I'm looking, I'm on the, the facts page here. I currently reside outside the U.S. If invited, can I still make a PS5 console pre-order reservation? If you receive an invitation, invite and units are still available, as long as you ship to a U.S. base address, your pre-order reservation will be allowed. So basically you have to have a buddy in the U.S. to get your shipment and then ship it out to you. <laughs> Basically, you're gonna pay double for the console at that point for it's, after c- customs and shipping cost. Like that's ridiculous. No console is worth the amount of hassle you're gonna mm, have to go no. through to get that. No, not at all. Um, yeah, no, this is the most anti-consumerism thing I like decision I've ever seen, uh, and I'm really bummed it's from from PlayStation because yeah. you know everyone knows how much I love them, but boy, you really swung you swung really hard and it was totally in the wrong direction you hit the umpire in the head like you just knocked him out cold like, like that's what, what that, you missed the, the ball and knocked the umpire out cold like that's <laughs> what happened right now <laughs> you're out of there oh man <laughs> this is bizarre um kind of i mean if anything it just kind of solidifies oh then i'm definitely not getting one this this year like this this holiday if it has to be exclusive like this um like that's even even if I do get chosen, I already feel like that's too many hoops I have to jump through. Like I should just be able to go to the Amazon or GameStop and click pre-order. Um, yeah. Like don't make me jump through all these hoops. Like just out of principle, I'm almost going to be like, even if I get chosen, be like, eh, screw you. No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your PlayStation. Keep your dang PS5. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's bizarre. Uh, messed up. But uh, let's uh, lighten the mood a little bit with some Gamescom 2020 highlights. Oh, hang on. You, uh, Homeboy actually had a question. Oh, that we no. Yeah. I totally missed it. Okay, yeah. So Homeboy did ask. This is what we skipped in mailbag here. Homeboy from Discord. Very own Patreon producer. Everyone is over the moon for the next generation of consoles. Shiny new hardware and shiny <laughs> new games and features. But there's always a chance the grass could be greener on the other side. Do you all have any concerns or reservations about this new gen, higher game prices, possible new software restrictions? Should we think twice about plopping down all that cash? Uh, you very, mean on day one? Good, very, you mean on day good one? Question. Yeah, on day one, don't do it. No. Trust no, me, no. don't do it. Wait a year, okay? They'll work out all the kinks out of the, you know, anywhere the firmware, the software updates, and uh, some of your some of the good games will be on sale. And yeah. there will be new releases that are better than the relaunch games. That'll have bundles. That are, that are be out and bundles. Um, but if he's talking like long term, like is this going to be worth it? Uh, yeah. Like it's always going to be worth it. I mean, high game prices, that's fine. I mean, that's not. But that means that, better games. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. It's great. Well, I mean, think <laughs> about it. Like the price of a new game hasn't changed in like eons. 10 years at least. Yeah, like even maybe going back longer than that. 
I want to say, wasn't it like, you know, I feel like, I feel like we talked about it on a re- previous uh, episode. It wasn't like around 2008 or something, 2007, 2008. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a long time. It was around like the PS3 360 era. I want to say there was a, a jump, but it wasn't like right at the beginning. It was like a little bit into it, but it's crazy. Yeah. Like they, I don't, I, I, I just don't see there ever really being a downside to it. I mean, if I'm, so even some of the new games that are launched now come out for $40 and they're good games. Yeah. So if my AAA titles are going to cost me, you know, $70, that's fine. Cause I know I'm going to get always, you know, depending on the game, uh, I'd imagine you're getting more of a game for, you know, $70. I don't think Miles Morales is 70, right? I don't, well, we don't know. We don't actually know the price of that. Actually, that I, imagine that, so. it'll, I, I imagine it'll be a full price game. I think it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you know, well, yeah, I don't, I don't see there's, any, I don't see there being any, any downside to this. Yeah, I mean, as far as long term, short term, one hundred percent. Like, wait, like if you can wait the year, like wait the year, because even like pretty much with every console, like PS three, PS two stuck around for a long time, but like PS three, within like a year or so, they had a, a different version. Because remember, like the for the first year, you could get or like at launch, they had the backwards compatible models with PS one and two um because i got lucky well my cousin got lucky he got one and then i got lucky because when he got the upgraded model he gave me his old one so i was able to play ps1 and two games for a while on my ps3 which was awesome until i got yellow light of death um (laughs) but uh which i mean you know it was uh like 12 years old at the you know 10 year 10 11 years old it was old it was like ancient like yeah super ancient um but anyways uh ps4 did a similar thing like there was like the launch model and like and they never like make a big deal about it they never like hey the the new ps4 uh they very quietly like just swap it out with the ones on the shelves at the store or like when they sell out they just restock with the new ones no one notices maybe the box looks a little different but they don't even announce it and really like maybe it has a little upgraded fan that fix the cooling maybe it has a yeah. little um you know I, like for ps4 it went from having like the shiny uh top plate to like the the matte top plate um and, and you know, they, a button like, that was actually easy to find a button yeah that yeah. stupid button on that original <laughs> design was like where is it oh it's like a secret door like <laughs> how do you turn this thing on yeah so you wait wait a year on the ps5 and i'm sure there's going to be little iterations like that like oh like something to help it stay a little cooler Uh, i'm sure there's gonna be a little design difference like stuff like that um but um higher game prices yeah like i'm right on board there with you i think i'm i'm all for that if it means good good games and just long overdue people supported for yeah production value production value of a lot of those triple titles has become so astronomical too that i mean how else are you supposed to make that money back beside like besides, besides DLC? Just, besides DLC. Oh and, yeah, I mean microtransactions, you know, like, yeah. In in microtransactions, yeah. That's why exactly, everyone has exactly season it. passes. Yeah. It's like So yeah, if I can get if I'm gonna pay seventy dollars for a game and there be no microtransactions in it, I'm in. I'll pay more money. Hundred percent. So anyways. Ooh, cool. Well thanks Thank you, homeboy, homeboy, for that question. That was a good one. Good one. Uh and I'm glad it lined up with a with a news article. It's it's always fun when something like that works out. Yeah. Way to go. Alrighty. So here is our Gamescom 2020 highlights. This awesome, incredible event that we both forgot about. Um <laughs> so 
here is uh, the big news, the biggest news from Gamescom here. You ready for this? Yes. Sorry. Fall Guys Season 2 announced with a sneak peek trailer. So we got a trailer, and let me tell you, medieval-themed dragons and Vikings and knights and all sorts of cool castle stuff. I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. Ooh. <laughs> that's the biggest thing out of Gamescom this last weekend. Yeah, that's, that, that's it. That and Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> uh no there was actually there were some other things uh dragon age 4 first look and behind the scenes trailer did you have a chance to watch some of that trailer or no i didn't okay but man i am so i'm a really big dragon age fan i've loved one and two they actually they actually have a little sentimental value for me because it's really interesting so dragon age one i it came out like well before i had kids I had my I had my first son in 2012, and you know when you're a dad, there's not a whole lot you can do because I just kind of sit there, right? So I would end up rocking him in a rocking chair and playing, you know, Dragon Age, getting him sleep. So then he finally fall asleep, and if you ever like stopped, he'd wake up instantly. So I would just stay up crazy hours with this kid <laughs> on my on my arm and switch arms. <laughs> playing through Dragon Age. So I, that's that was my Dragon Age 1. Then when I had my daughter, I had gotten into Dragon Age 2. I had my daughter in mm. 2013. Is that right? No, 2000, uh, 2014. Yeah, she was born a year and a half later. And uh, so then I played through all of Dragon Age 2. And then, um, yeah, so I have very fond memories of those two. I never, I got halfway through Inquisition and got distracted. Okay. That's a PS4 one, right? Yeah. So I need to go back and finish that one because my word, they spend so much time on the worlds in those games. Hmm. Like two, not so much. Two is kind of annoying because you kind of just ran around in the same areas over and over and over again. Hmm. Um, but still, the the characters in the in two are still really cool, and they they come back. Some of them come back in Inquisition. So. Oh, dang. Um, but the first one, sex, some of the characters in the first one come back in Inquisition too. But amazing story. So I'm I'm pumped for Dragon Age Four. I can't wait for it to drop. It's get it, actually them announcing four makes me want to go back through and play Inquisition now. So oh nice. Yeah, I need to finish. I'll probably be able to start Inquisition over from the top. It's been so long since I played through it. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and the trailer was mostly like concept art and stuff like that, but yeah. it still looks super cool. Like I. I, uh, Zetch kind of another shameful moment. Uh, you know, I disappointed Zetch once again. Uh, I'd never played a Dragon Age game. Uh, and so I, I've always saw Dragon Age Inquisition. It's always on sale on PSN. Do it. I was, I was just like, oh man, one day I need to do it. Um, add it to my pile of shame. Uh, (laughs) Inquisition is definitely the best in the series. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, maybe I need to check it out then. I mean, you will you will miss some story beats because you didn't play through the first two. But the first one is really hard to go back and play through because the graphics mm. are so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, what, what, you said it earlier. It was like 2008 or something like that. It came out in 2009, but here's the deal. It came out in 2009, and Mass Effect and like a ton of other games have come out around the same time that were kind of the same caliber. And they okay. they all had much better graphics. Like the graphics for dragon age one look like ps2 era oh, shoot. It's, so, it's so bad so Jeez. bad <laughs> man 
but uh yeah so definitely definitely one to check out there um star wars squadrons campaign gameplay so they showed a little bit of gameplay for that um revealed some characters uh that's a game though uh, i'll probably enjoy the campaign but i think the multiplayer is going to be the most fun in that <laughs> yeah um uh, Borderlands 3 DLC, Psycho Krieg and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck. Nice. <laughs> I practice that word. I, I, I practice that <laughs> word too. That, I was just all day today just repeating Fuster Cluck, Fuster Cluck, Fuster Cluck. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they revealed some gameplay on that one. Uh, I, I, I'm actually kind of kind of happy they're still coming out with stuff for Borderlands 3. Um, I know so many people were so excited for that <clears> game to come out. And uh, I, I pre-ordered it, played it on PC. It was one of those weird... So one of the first games I pre-ordered on PC, which is bizarre. Like I'm not mm. a PC gamer, but when it came out, my buddy was, was like, he only has a PC. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, you know, we can do co-op together, play together. And we did for a good couple months, but, um, it was one of those things where we got most of the way, um, uh, yeah, I never got through the campaign. It was just one of those things, our schedule never lined up and it's more fun to play co-op. And like our schedules like stopped lining up to play together. So we just never got to the end. Unfortunately, I think he ended up being it solo, but uh, without me, he's like, screw it. I'm just going to go on. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> fine. Um, I'm sorry. Like I have a lot of other things going on in my life right now. Uh, but it's so cool. Like how long they're supporting it. Like it's been, they've had quite a few DLC drops and people love it. People yeah. keep going back and enjoying it. So good on them for, for continuing to support that game. Um, Doom yeah, Eternal, sure. Doom Eternal and the Ancient Gods part one. So you're the Doom Eternal player here. I'm all Does this have it. you stoked? I'm super jazzed. Okay. Yeah. Is this I the first wait. DLC they've gotten? Yeah, it's the first one. Okay. It's a story expansion. Nice. Okay. Um, it's going to have some new enemies, going to have some new uh, areas. Oh, man. Just throw me back in. I'm ready to tear some stuff up. Like, that game, that game is one of the best shooters ever made. And if you haven't played Doom Eternal, I really hope you guys make the chance to get it. I hope it goes on sale and you pick it up whenever you get a chance because anybody that's a shooter fan and if you like FPSs, this is seriously the best FPS out there right now in terms of just action and yeah. story and just campaign. Like, it's the best... Put it this way. It's not the best shooter, but it is far and away the best single-player shooter. Does that make mm. sense? Okay. Yeah. yeah there's, there's no other single player shooter experience like this. And this campaign looks really cool. Like I did not. I mean, it just sounds I, cool. Like Doom Eternal, the ancient gods. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds <yeah>. intense. <clears throat> it sounds like it's following along where it's, it picks up where the, where the game ends. So okay. I'm kind of, and it's a part one. Yeah. Part so one of two. More DLC coming in. Yeah. So this one will have a, a little cliffhanger and ending and then it'll, the story will conclude in the next dlc pack but yeah nice. i am pumped about it pumped. that's awesome uh and then medal of honor above and beyond story trailer revealed so when i saw medal of honor i got really excited i'm one of those weirdos who really loved medal of honor back in the day like on oh. ps1 ps2 i played hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of multiplayer on playstation 1 and playstation 2 we had the multi-tap four player you know <laughs> multiplayer on our ps1 um so stinking good me and my cousins playing that and so when i saw metal of honor, i'm like oh yeah oh and it's back in world war ii as well because the last metal of honor that came out was world war II. it was like was a weird a, one it was a modern day weird yeah, modern day thing that took place it was like on was that a 360 game yeah ps3 ps3 360 
They yeah. tried to catch up with Modern Warfare. Basically, they tried to do what Call of Duty did with Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, and didn't really hit the mark at all. Uh, so I was like, okay, it's Medal of Honor. It's World War II. And then they revealed it's a VR Oculus exclusive. So you can only play it on Oculus VR. And that kind of... It got me both excited because I'm like, okay, VR is pretty dope. And I've been really enjoying my Oculus, but... I honestly kind of like I miss the days when I get to sit down and, you know, play Medal of Honor on my PS4 as well or on my PlayStation. So um, I don't know. I'm, I have mixed <clears> feelings <throat> about this. I'm both really excited because, again, Medal of Honor's back. It's and it's World War Two. Awesome. Great. Uh, but uh, it's VR only. I'm like, oh, that's kind of I don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of a bummer, I think, at least for me. I don't know. How, what, what are your thoughts on it? Do you have any like attachment <laughs> to the Medal of Honor series or? Uh, I don't not like it. I don't, I'm kind of, I'm kind of indifferent toward it, I guess. Like, I don't really care. Okay. Um, I'll, if it, if the gameplay looks cool, I'll probably check it out. If it's not something I'm into, I'm, I'm out. I'm kind of hoping it's a really good military sim. I'm, okay. And a, a good mill sim would be fun on the Oculus, I think. I mean, they have a couple out there, but the graphical, the graphic quality isn't, uh, as good, um, on either of them. I'm mostly talking about Onward and, uh, uh the name of the other one i forgot the name of the other one. but anyway they both don't look that great i think they're both in like early access or something the quality like the graphical fidelity on this actually looks pretty impressive yeah um, it's using the frostbite engine it's being developed by respawn oh man so, yeah uh, yeah that's they're a good developer great and developer amazing developer beautiful and, engine yeah exactly so using frostbite in vr like I, uh it's this might be pretty smoking hot game i hope it has multiplayer i just want i want squad squad based multiplayer yeah i mean that was that was metal of honor like metal of honor was the call like call duty before call duty like yeah it has it has to it has to have multiplayer if it doesn't i'd be so so sad yeah um but yeah man so was there anything else like gamescom that uh stood out to you i know there was some ratchet and clank they confirmed it for ps5 want uh launch window whatever that means i could be whatever, time happened, in like the first like four months yeah exactly yeah. um but oh yeah that, that it wasn't anything we haven't seen before yeah you know what i mean like we i watched it and i was like okay there's a lot of cool particle effects going on there's a lot of really cool rendering like reflections in the water and so like, like you can tell it's definitely it looks a lot better it looks next gen but the yeah. uh I don't know, man. Like, it's not really. I'm not. It's not a killer app for me. I'm not like, oh gosh, I got to pre-order a Prius Five now. I got to get me Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> you know? No, no, no totally. Uh, but if it was yeah. like a God of War, or <sighs> even if, or even Horizon Zero Dawn Two. Yeah, exactly. You know? Horizon. Uh, what was it called? Horizon. Uh, Forbidden. Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. Forbidden West. That's what it was. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Garrett um yeah, yeah you know what i mean like if it, even with that game like that would probably get me to get a ps4 at this point ps5 but but they probably won't let me get one anyway because i i'm pretty sure i'm not as active as like you are on playstation <laughs> so yeah yeah we will see i'm i'm really curious if i get an email back like i doubt i will because especially so like so i mean even this last year this last year i feel like i've been less active on playstation like i i mean even though i play games for the the podcast and stuff i've been doing a lot on pc um or i don't know just 
I don't use I, I don't use online services. I use my single player. Yeah. You know, I just do single player games. So I wonder if that affects it. Like, oh, you're not using you're not uh, actually using PSN. They're you're probably single player games. So they're probably just looking at your your trophy count, <laughs> which isn't very high. I, I don't go through and plat games. Like I'll just play the campaign, get whatever base trophies you get if you get any, and then See? peace out. So just start beating all your games, Garrett. Start uh, going through them. At least finishing them. You get those gold trophies. Yeah. Too hard. Too hard. Too <laughs> difficult. I'm a fake gamer, don't you know? Um, <laughs> He's like the talk cool. about games. It's I okay. just love talking about him, man. Yeah. <laughs> but now it is time to talk about our Patreon. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Alrighty, guys. Uh, so if you did not know, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can go over there and support us for just a buck a month. Get our episodes early and ad free. Uh, that's right. You can get this tonight after we finish recording. We usually record Mondays. Uh, we also um, uh, have our $5 level where we can uh, send you the show notes early today. I was a little late on them. I'm, you know, did, did crappy. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, but, uh, no, usually you get those out the weekend before so that we can, uh, you guys can actually see what we're going to be talking about. Give your own two cents to leave your comments on the doc. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we have our $10 sponsor level where you can get the shout out on the show and then our $15 sponsor level that, uh, or producer level. Sorry, I said that wrong. Producer level, $15 producer level, just like our very own producer, Adrian Homeboy Homes, where you can be our boss, tell us what to do. As in, you know, you can send us new segments, you can give us pitch uh, segment ideas. Um, if, you know, heck, Adrian's always welcome to be on the show if he wants to, uh, which we should do that sometime. We should have him on the show, like when there's, especially when there's something big with indie games or Nintendo. He's, knows everything there is about indie games and nintendo stuff and i feel like that's like where i'm totally blind so we definitely should have him on at some point that'd be super fun um but yeah go support us over there also a new thing that we are going to be launching uh in september uh towards the end of september we are going to be releasing additional bonus episodes only available on patreon uh we have our super gamer book club we're calling it it's where every month we are going to go uh, in-depth and review a game that uh, we all three of us played through. Uh, we're going to talk about the story, the gameplay, really break it down, like how it made us feel, how the experience was, um, why we like it, why we didn't like it. Um, and uh, yeah, just to kind of give you guys more. And that would be available, you know, just at that dollar a month. You know, not only do you get these episodes early and ad-free, but you can get that bonus episode each and every month as well uh with us you know chit-chatting about uh the games that that we're playing uh generally what it's gonna be more like we're, we're looking for more like classic games so i think this first one did we have we announced the game for this first one yet bioshock one bioshock one so it's uh a game i haven't played in forever um and uh jj's never played it jj's never played it right he just played like first like hour or two I said it was too creepy for him but now we're forcing him to play it yeah so, <laughs> 
So uh, put the big boy pants on. Exactly, exactly. So sign up over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys at just the dollar a month level. And then when that goes live, you'll get it straight to your uh, pri- very own private podcast feed. So think about it. And, uh, you know, if you love what we do and want to support us, we would very, very much appreciate that. So, all righty. Thank you guys so much. And let's get back to the show. Alrighty, uh, so new releases here. Let's run through this quick. Yeah, wow, lots of new releases. Con- there's a lot of stuff. I was surprised. Um, Control, A W E. I forget what that stands for, uh, but uh, it's something, something, something. Alan uh, Wake some- edition. That's what, it's Alan Wake something. Alan Wake. I forget Eats. DLC. It's coming to PS4, Xbox One, PC. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition, PS4, Switch, iOS, and Android. <laughs> Surgeon Simulator 2 came out on PC. Uh, Tell Me Why, uh, Xbox One and PC. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the one that's kind of, uh, it's made by, isn't it made by the people who did, oh, shoot. What was that game? Uh, 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 it was a Square Enix one. Don't Nod? Is that the developer? No, I'm thinking of uh, Life is Strange. Didn't they right, do Life is Strange? Much... Don't yes, nod. Did yeah, it? don't don't nod. Yeah, don't, don't nod. nod. Entertainment did. Tell me why. And Life is Strange. Yeah, and Vam- Vampire, and Twin Mirror, which is about it hasn't come out yet. It's 2020 oh. release date. Never mind. Um, I just googled it real quick. Vampire. Uh, yeah, vampire. 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 As a why, I don't know. It's it's, vam- it's, it's, it's vampire. Stop being all it, weird. Verbier. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a little uh, bit better. The last campfire, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Madden NFL 21. Uh, what? Surprise PS4, release of Xbox the year. Shocking. No one saw it coming. No one saw it coming. Uh, I didn't see this one coming. Project Cars 3. I actually really enjoyed Project Cars. I, I played the first one on PS4. Um, I almost bought the second one. And then I was like, nah, like I got the first one. It's fine. It's fun enough. And I saw like I was doing the notes. I'm like, huh, the third one just came out. That's awesome. So especially when like Gran Turismo comes out every like 20 years, uh, this is a fun in between game to, <laughs> to fill those gaps. Uh, so you I get Forza I be, instead. It's better. Yeah, except Forza isn't on PlayStation. So uh, as soon as they start making for PlayStation, I'll buy that. Uh, waste, yeah, I don't like playing games on pc uh racing games racing games are hard to play in pc even you with a controller yeah what well then how it's do you play different. it on a it's, console it feels it feels different though like i feel like you're crazy it doesn't feel the same it i feel like whenever not. i use a controller on my pc like it doesn't have the same latencies not maybe latencies are, like it almost almost feels like ghosty a little bit like maybe it's you like, need to start hit, using an xbox controller instead yeah but then i gotta pay more money i, I like my heat bit though um that's why you're doing it yeah you need to get just get the usb cord you and plug that into your playstation controller and then you'll maybe i need to plug my 8-bit i always try to do 8-bit dough over bluetooth maybe i need to plug it directly in and it'd work fine oh yeah maybe, maybe no maybe should try that. then yeah that takes too much work uh wasteland 3 also came out on ps4 xbox one and pc this is and why now... you don't ever finish games why apparently the easiest thing is too hard for you <laughs> too much work too much work uh what you been playing zetch 
So obviously, I've been playing Bioshock for our Super Gamer Book Club. Um, we're yeah. gonna do that. I am almost there to the fourth. I just got to uh, uh, the garden okay. area. So, um, yeah. So you know, I got a lot of thoughts on that. I'm I'm enjoying it still. Don't and talk then, about them. I'm Don't not gonna talk. About I'm not gonna talk about anything beyond that. But yeah, that's what I've been playing for the Patreon exclusive. So yeah. let's let's talk about it real quick here because uh, we mentioned during the ad, which all the Patreon supporters don't oh, get. Yeah. But yeah, we're doing the Super Gamer Book Club. You know, if you support us on Patreon, you're already gonna get it exclusive to Patreon. We're doing Bioshock in September, so look forward to that towards the end of the month. Bioshock One, yeah, all you lovely Patreon supporters will be able to get that extra episode. All of our thoughts and ideas and impressions of uh, just classic games is what that podcast episode is going to be oh, about. Oh, shoot. So. I totally missed out on, like, the golden, like, I, I should have been, like, in the Patreon ad. Would you kindly support us over on Patreon? Oh, I man. I missed it. I missed oh, it. Oh, man. And I wish I would have thought of that, like, I thought that. 10 minutes ago. It's man, all right. It I, happens. I was not an idiot. It's sorry. Okay. I, I feel like I let everyone down with that one. I'm really sorry. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited to actually really thoroughly discuss that game because that's kind of i feel like a lot of times when we get to this section we're always kind of like oh yeah i play this game it's really fun and then we kind of like leave it at that but the super gamer book club is our chance to kind of actually really take a deep dive into some of these titles and bioshock is one of those titles where there's so much depth there's a lot there's a lot it's, going it's on. so yeah that's gonna be a long episode i'm excited about it but uh but yeah i've also i'm almost done with ghost of tsushima i've uh got i finished uh, the second act, I'm just scratching the surface on the third act now. And um, I got to tell you, that game throws you some uh, some big curve curveballs. Like, Dang. you think you think it's giving you all the stuff in the game, and then all of a sudden, it gives you, like, a new a new thing. Like, halfway through, you're like, what the heck? Like, this new mechanics? Awesome. Yeah. Or like, story-wise? <laughs> like, new mechanics. And the okay. story, obviously, is... It, the, I feel like if you are familiar with any like Kurosawa, you know, like um, old school, like, you know, samurai tales, you'd kind of, mm-hmm. this story would be kind of predictable. Okay. But it doesn't detract from how beautiful and emotional the storytelling is. So, okay. Uh, very well done. I'm thoroughly enjoying my playthrough of that game. Um, if we ever had a chance to do like a spoiler cast review one of these days, whether somebody else on the show plays it, I would love to do that. But, um, I'm I'm loving it, man. I'm really loving loving that game. It's, nice. uh, I'm, I can't wait to finish it. I am a little bit bummed because apparently the game kind of like locks you out of going back to the second two, their old old areas, uh, without without really telling you. That's the worst. So I'm kind of bummed about that. So are you to that point now, or? Yeah. So I oh, I'm man. yeah. So now I'm like, man. So that's gonna be one of those things. Where I think I have to finish act three and actually beat the game before i can go back and kind of go back for the platinum so because there's some okay. things i missed well yeah so, sometimes they have like does it have a new game plus in it because sometimes they'll it'll like open up and just do new game plus and everything will already be unlocked and open you can just bump or even like god of god of war like the world opened up like after the game yeah it wasn't it wasn't new game plus but like the world is open like okay just go finish up your trophies now yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking it's going to do where it just like opens up it's like okay well now that you've liberated you know all of tsushima uh, go clear out the rest of the bandits that you met. You know what I mean? Like I missed right. some shrines deliberately because my kids like to watch me climb them, and it's like the only mm. part of the game they can actually watch. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that and the haikus. So I was gonna try to go back. Like I had found them, and I was like, oh, I should actually come back and do this when uh, my kids are, you know, available to watch me check it out. So 
but then I ended up getting too far. And I'm like, oh man, I can't go back. And so, yeah, now I'm, I'm doing that now. So, but yeah, at any rate, Bummer. yeah, at any rate, it's still one of the one of the best games released this year. And I'm finding out about Ghost of Tsushima that it's it doesn't really it really doesn't do anything that new for open world games. It really doesn't. Yeah. Like it's kind of generic in a lot of respects, but it's it's still fresh in the way it approaches it and the combat is what really kind of hooks you especially the standoffs like i finally I, I just finally recently unlocked the trophy where you can actually get to do a standoff and then you can chain it so like if you can tap triangle before another guy comes in to hit you you can end up killing a group of dudes without having to break away from the standoff mode. So you can be like, you know, one hit kills for each of them. Okay. Super fun. That's a awesome. Lot of, yeah, a lot of fun mechanics. Anyway, I can talk about the game forever. Still playing that. So, and nice. I got and I got my PlayStation Plus back. So I also got Fall Guys now on PlayStation for anybody who wants to play with me. And yeah, I found like a cheat, like CD Keys was had, had a sale for like 31 bucks. So I was like, okay. So I got like a year for $31. Like I, nice. I can't pass that up. I was gonna. I almost texted you guys because I got the email last week that they were on sale for like forty some dollars. But if you got it even cheaper, that's great. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I saw. I saw PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus were just on sale for yeah, like uh, forty some, like forty one dollars or something, like thirty something percent off. Yeah. Um. So like, I I was I was bummed because I'm like, ah, oh, I bought the year of PlayStation Now like, I don't know three months ago or some over the summer it's like if i would wait just a few more months but i don't know I, I i wanted to get it then because it had like they had like control on there and a few other games that you know they because they phase out the games every few months at least the bigger titles there well i already uh, own so yeah. if any, any of you guys are interested in uh playstation now or even playstation plus um yeah I, I, well the last i checked they were on sale i actually found this app for ios i don't know if it's i don't know if it's on android but it's uh, called like PS Deals or something like that, and it just shows you like all these deals, and that's how I found out about the PlayStation Plus thing. Oh, it nice. just like filters in like all the deals of like what's on the PS Network and like anything else, puts them all in the one spot, and then like you click Dude. it and you get taken out. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's I pretty sweet. I I usually use a G two A for uh, and that's like PC keys, but then also like they'll randomly have sales on like. PlayStation Network keys and stuff like that too. It's mainly for PC based, but that mm-hmm. one that's you know focus on PlayStation Network that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, so check it out. There's also an Xbox version of the same app too, so pretty cool. Okay. Check it out. PS cool, deals, cool. Xbox deals. Yeah. Sweet. IOS. What about you, man? Uh, I've been playing nothing. Uh, I played one game. I played a game. I mean, I played <laughs> two games. I played a little bit of Fall Guys. We already talked about that. You guys know mm-hmm. my feelings. It's fun with friends. But uh, alone, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and I and I played it with, you know, those buddies on, on their stream again. It was a ton of fun. But I also played another game on that same guy's, uh, same buddy's stream. Again, I talked about last week, twitch.tv slash Boba Fletch. Um, and uh, I, I messaged him earlier in the day. I'm like, hey, dude, have you seen the trailer for Surgeon Simulator 2? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, never heard of it. I'm like, you got to check it out. Like it. It has four player co-op and the controls are janky as heck, like purposely. And it is like the most bizarre, like, okay, this guy needs a double arm transplant. This guy needs, needs like his heart, heart transplant, his left leg and his, you know, 
uh, whatever. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, they give you these crazy, absurd surgeries you got to do. And, but they intentionally make the controls, like, impossible. Like, it's so hard to control your guy. So, like, you're trying to cut. Like, okay, I got to saw this guy's arm off. And you're all, you know, there's one guy with a saw, another guy with a shot that makes the blood stop, makes him stop bleeding. And another one giving him more blood, like a blood bag, basically. <sighs> and and someone else is watching the screen, like, okay, watching his vitals. Like, okay, uh, a little more blood, blood thickener, you know, stop, stop his bleeding. Okay. Now you can saw nice and slow, nice and slow. And all it takes is like one little wrong flick of the wrist. And all of a sudden, oh, you chopped his left leg off. We were going for his right arm. Like, what happened? Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's bleeding. Quick, stop the bleeding. Okay, we stopped the bleeding. Oh, no, his spleen just fell. Like, his intestines, whatever. It's just like, it's just chaos. And it's so stupid. Like, it's so stupid. But it was so hilarious. Like, it was a fun game to play on stream with, like, four buddies. Because, and then there's, like, the one person who's like, oh, I'm totally just going to, like, you know, I'm just trolling mutilate now. him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to go in there and like everyone's being careful. Like, okay, we're going to, we're having, you know, he needs a new heart and two new lungs. Like everyone just stay calm, be chill. And like, he comes in with a scalpel and just starts like ripping stuff out. Like, you're like, no, put that back. Like it's just shenanigans. It's a game about shenanigans and it's like super cartoony and like cheesy looking. Like it's not like, hyper realistic gross or anything like that it's like really goofy silly cartoony yeah and like and yeah the the tools you use is it's like a handsaw um a hammer for smashing through the ribs and like this ginormous scalpel that's super awkward to hang on to and you only have one hand and it like sticks out like this and there's like these weird you can move your hand like this or or forward and backwards like mm. that's all you can do is this or forward and backwards. So basically you pick up an item and if you pick up a hammer by like the wrong end or something, you have to like twist your arm all funny and then like reposition it on the table and drop it and then twist your arm back around. For the is, audio listeners, what is what direction is this? For okay, so forward and back. So it's basically like away from my body, closer to the body, up, down, left, right, like all the planes of motion. Oh, okay, gotcha. Know. All six three D three yeah. dimensions. Um but just the one arm and it's like a super janky key combo you got to do and like moving your mouse. And like mm. I said, they purposely make it so janky to control and it's just so much fun. It's, it, it's a stupid game. Um, it's like 25 bucks on the Epic store. I'm glad I had a coupon. Cause I was like, I don't know if I paid 25 bucks for it. Yeah. Uh, over the summer I randomly got like one of their like Epic summer deals coupons for buying a game. Oh, and cool. so it was like, 10 bucks off or 15 bucks off so i got it for like pretty cheap i'm like I'm, I'm willing to pay like 10 15 bucks for this game i don't remember how much it was but it was discounted i'm like okay i can do that that's fine especially for a fun stream game with my buddies like yeah get on there and just screw around for a little bit because that's the four player co-op i would never again never play it alone but together <laughs> um because some of the puzzles are hard too so we've gotten to a point in the game where we haven't done a, like this one level we didn't do a surgery for like 10 minutes like it's this puzzle 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 like just to get in um, and there's this like weird narrative where this hospital is kind of not haunted, but like there's like weird like experiments and stuff going on <laughs> there. It gets like also weirdly dark, um, but like still silly and goofy and slapsticky. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden you like randomly drop into the surgery where it's like he needs a head transplant or something like that. <laughs> like whatever. You just never know what you're going to run into. Um, so the puzzles are like hard and you need four people like, OK, you run over there and unlock this door while I grab the fuse over here. And while you guys are doing surgery, we have two minutes to finish that surgery. So do it quick. And we all have to finish at the same time. And yeah, it gets pretty convoluted and crazy, but it's it's fun, fun, the goofy game to play with friends. 
So that's that's all I played last week. I played some of that, and yeah, it was. I got my got my fill of games for the week. Apparently, <laughs> awesome, nice, fun. But yeah, well, do you have anything else for us, Zetch? No, that's it for me. Nothing. That is it for me as well. So thank you guys so much for listening to our show this week. Um, remember, you can find us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can support us over there, um, get our episodes early and ad-free, as well as that uh, cool bonus show coming out once a month there. Keep an eye on that. Uh, you can also support us over at supergamerboys.com slash store. You can get some sweet merch with our logos, our faces, um, and uh, random inside jokes over there uh our my, my the mug over there that's that's one of my favorites the, our mug mug definitely cool pick mug. one of those up those are those are fun uh you can rate review us uh, that would be very much appreciated on any of your podcast app uh, you know that you listen through or on youtube subscribe to our channel and give us a thumbs up that would be super super helpful even if you don't watch it on youtube just go over there and give us a thumbs up leave a comment too that's another thing i always forget to mention leaving comments helps too even if it's just like hey uh i'm leaving a comment hi uh that helps the algorithm find us so do stuff like that say hi and let us know that you watch the show um you can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com twitter and instagram <laughs> at supergamerboys facebook.com slash supergamerboys i am on twitter at g morlang uh jj is over on twitter uh he got offended last week when i said he never checks it so apparently he does at least when i call him <laughs> out on it at jj Purdom. And then uh, Zetch is over on Twitter and Instagram at Nerd Dad Zetch on both. Nerd Dad Zetch. Go yeah. check him out. Thank you, uh, thank you to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. And uh, that is it. That's all I got for you. All right. I am Zetch Keenan, and he is Garrett Morlang. And it's been a pleasure talking with all y'all. See you around. We will catch you on a flippity flop.